Hello, Pablo, and welcome to the Three Way Quizo podcast. First, you ruin our language, then, you make a game of rugby last three hours, and now you're messing around with pub quizzes. All we have left is tea and cricket, and cricket shit. Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else. Welcome to the Three Way Quizo podcast. Another one for the week of Sunday, July the 22nd, 2012. If this is your first time listening, congratulations, you found it. This is going to be a general knowledge trivia game. You can either play by yourself or you can play against other people. You can even have a couple teams play against each other. This is how it's going to work. I'm going to ask questions, right? Three rounds of questions. There's going to be ten regular questions each round. We'll do the questions for round one, and then I'll reveal the answers. Then we'll do the questions for round two. I'll reveal the answers. And then round three, and I'll reveal those answers. At the end of the game, if you're playing against somebody else, whoever has the highest score will be the winner of first prize, which you will decide what that is, won't you? Now, like I said, there are three rounds of general knowledge trivia questions, ten regular questions each round, and you get to joker one of those three rounds. When you joker a round, it's like a blind magical double. It makes all of the regular points you got that round double in value. So if you get seven right on a round, and that's the round you decided to joker, those seven points will turn into 14 points. If you get eight right on your joker round, that will turn into 16 points, and so on and so forth. Now, keep in mind a couple very important things about this joker. First of all, you only get to joker one of your three rounds. Also, you do have to choose to use the joker before you have heard any of the answers to the round. Like I said, it's a blind double. You have to use it before you hear any of the answers to that round. And most importantly, only your 10 regular points will double in value on the joker, all right? So bonus points or extra credit points, they never double, not even on a joker. Only your 10 regular points double on that joker. To get a bonus point or an extra credit point, you do have to get the underlying original question correct. So like if I ask a bonus question on round number one, question number one, and you get question one wrong, but you get the bonus correct, that's not worth any points at all. You have to get the original question right to have a shot at that bonus point. Spelling is not all that important in this game. You're not going to lose points simply for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question was to correctly spell a word. Same thing goes for full names, unless I say otherwise a full name is not necessary. Just a first name or just a last name is typically good enough for the point. However, there is a sub-rule known as the Brady Rule, right? So if I asked a question about a member of the Brady Bunch, and I forget to say, don't just write down Brady, don't just write down Brady, and if you did, make sure you don't get points for that. It's shitty, and I don't think shitty shit should be rewarded. What else? Um, team limit is typically six people per team. However, since you're playing on your own terms, do as you see fit. That said, don't cheat. There's no cheating at all in this game. That means no books or magazines or newspapers or computers or cell phones or Kindles or Nooks or Kindle Fires or what do you call the fancy Nooks. Anything like that. Don't cheat. It's your brain versus everybody else's brains. And where exactly is the fun in cheating? Also, what has two thumbs and sometimes makes mistakes? This guy... That's right, I'm only human, so if you think that I messed up the answer to a question, certainly feel free to overrule me and adjudicate the matter for yourselves. However, I do ask that if you overrule me, if you think I'm full of it, 
please, please, please email me and let me know. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the numeral three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O, threewayquizzo at gmail.com. Shoot me a line to tell me I'm full of shit. And finally, the heat has broken, and so have my dad's bones. But my dad's bones are getting better, and hopefully so is the weather. So things could be a lot worse. Now, couldn't they? Yes, they could. And to that end, I say, let's have a toast. Things could be a lot shittier than they are, and they're not. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this game, and I hope things are not as shitty for you as they could be. Let's have a toast, whatever that you say, whether it's cheers, slensha, saluge, l'chaim, chin-chin, prost, whatever it is, let's just say it and do it. And today I have a delicious Francis Kaner vice beer. Not so much a plug as it is a brag. It's good beer, and I like the taste of it. Mmm. All right, so let's continue on with this game. Round number one. Question number one. Round number one. Question number one. I need a pair of answers for this, all right? So if you want to get the point, you do have to write down both correct answers. The first answer is the title of a 2006 animated film that was put out by Disney. If you rearrange the letters in that film title, you get the name of a villain from a 1994 Disney animated film. Give me both answers, please. So again, the first answer is the title of a film. It's a 2006 animated film that was put out by Disney. If you rearrange the letters, you get the name of a character. This is a character who was a villain from a 1994 animated Disney film. What is that pair of answers? One of them is a title. The other is a character. Give me both for the point, please. Question number two. Question number two. Who is the lead singer of Blondie, the musical group Blondie. What is the name of the lead singer? Question number three. Question number three. Brad Pitt, the actor slash beefcake Brad Pitt, has been married only once. To whom? So Brad Hubba Hubba Pitt has only been married exactly once. To whom? Question number four. Question number four. Again, with the American cuisine. At what chain of restaurants would you be able to order a Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity? So, the Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. That is the name of a dish that you can order and actually receive at what restaurant? Question number five. Question number five. There is something, it's a photograph actually, and it's known as the surgeon's photograph. That's like someone who cuts into another person for money. The surgeon's photograph. This is a very famous photograph. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen it. And it purportedly depicted what mythical creature? So the surgeon's photograph is the name given to a famous photograph that many people said featured what 
mythical creature. Question number six. Question number six. Founded in 1926, what has sometimes been referred to as the Peacock Network? It was founded in the year of some people's Lord, 1926, and it's sometimes referred to as the Peacock Network. What is that? Question number seven. Question number seven. I read you the names of four people. You tell me what they have in common. You have Bill Smith. That's like Will Smith, but with a B at the beginning. Bill Smith. Micah True. That's Micah. M like Mary. I-C-A-H. And then True is the last name. As in the opposite of false. Micah, true. Jim, fix. That's the standard spelling of Jim, J-I-M. And the last name, fix, F like Francis, I-X-X. And finally, Sir Roger Bannister. That's Sir, like, a good day to you, sir. Roger, you know how that's spelled, and Bannister, like the thing that goes down your stairs. Sir Roger Bannister, Bill Smith, Micah True, and Jim Fix. What is true of them and not true of most other people? What do they have in common? Question number eight. Question number eight. There is a very complimentary term, and by that I mean if someone said it to you, you should give them a thumbs up and say thank you. What very complimentary term is also a model of Chevrolet, and it's someone who paints dots onto trees. What is that? So it is a very complimentary term. It's a model of Chevrolet, and it's someone who paints dots onto trees. What is that? They're all the same thing. What is it? Question number nine. Question number nine. What animal has a name? So I'm looking for the name of an animal, an English name for an animal. What animal's name comes from Middle French? That's like Old French, but newer. Uh, what animal's name comes from Middle French for spiny pig? What animal has a name that comes from Middle French for spiny pig? And question number 10, round number one, question number 10. What game it was said to have been invented by Confucius himself is often grouped together with games like dominoes, but in reality, it's much more similar to games like rummy. What game is that? So one more time, there is a game. Some say that it was invented by Confucius himself. And it can be grouped together with dominoes and games like that. But really, it's a lot more similar to rummy and games like that. What game is that? Okay, let's go through these questions. One final time round. Number one. Question number one. 
I need both the name of a 2006 animated film that was released by Disney, as well as a villain from a 1994 animated Disney film. And here's the deal. Both answers are anagrams for one another. They have the same letters, but in different order. What pair of answers is that? Question number two. Who was the lead singer of Blondie, the band Blondie? Question number three. Brad Pitt's only been married once. To whom? Question number four. At what restaurant chain can you successfully order a Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity? Question number five, the surgeon's photograph. That is the name given to a famous photograph that many people said was of a mythical creature. Which mythical creature? Question number six, founded in 1926. It's sometimes called the Peacock Network. What is it? Question number seven, Bill Smith. Micah True. Jim Fix and Sir Roger Bannister. There's something that is true of them that is not true of almost everybody else. What is it? Question number eight. What very complimentary term is also a type of Chevrolet? And it's someone who paints dots onto trees. Question number nine. Which animal's name comes from Middle French for spiny pig? And question number ten. What game, which some people believe was invented by Confucius, is often grouped together with dominoes, but is actually much more similar to rummy. What game is that? All right, so that is it for round number one. If you're feeling especially confident about your answers, you may want to consider jokering. Again, a joker is like a blind double. It'll make all of the regular points that you got right that round double in value. But remember, you only get to use it on one of your three rounds. All right, so that's it. I will leave you be. If you don't want to hear the answers yet, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause. These are the answers for the first round of this game, round number one. Question number one, the 2006 animated film slash 1994 animated villain. It was probably easier if you just tried to name Disney villains, then you would have come across Scar. Scar was the villain from 1994's The Lion King. Rearrange the letters and you get Cars, a 2006 animated film put out by Disney. Scar and Cars, or Cars and Scar. Question number two. The lead singer of Blondie is the one, the only, Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. Question number three. Brad Pitt. He's been married. Damn it. But he's also been divorced. Wahoo! That's not nice. I shouldn't say it like that. Anyway, the answer is Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. I know. Even I forgot. Question number four. The Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. That is a dish served up at IHOP. IHOP. Question number five. The surgeon's photograph. You've probably seen it. It is the now pretty much definitively revealed to be a hoax picture of the Loch Ness Monster. The people who made it have come forward. And yet that still does not stop some cryptozoologists who insist, no, the hoax was a hoax. The Loch Ness Monster. Question number six. Founded in 1926, it's sometimes called the Peacock Network. This was not a trick question, and this has nothing to do with an international Golden Showers Club. No, it is NBC, or the National Broadcasting Corporation, NBC. 
NBC. Question number seven. Bill Smith, Micah True, Jim Fix, and Sir Roger Bannister. They all have something in common that's not true of most other people. Well, three of the four of them actually died while doing it. They're all runners. Distance runners is also true, but just runners is good enough for me. Question number eight. The very complimentary term that is also a Chevy and someone who paints dots on trees. They are all trailblazers. Trailblazer is the answer I was looking for. Question number nine. The animal whose name comes from Middle French for spiny pig. It's not hedgehog. That name comes from English for a hog that lives in the hedges. No, this is a porcupine. That's why there's a pork at the beginning. Porcupine means spiny pig. And question number 10, the game of Chinese origin. Some say it was invented by Confucius himself. That is often grouped together with dominoes, although the gameplay is much closer to that of Rummy. That is Mahjong. Mahjong is the correct answer. Mahjong. All right, so that is it for round number one. Tally up your scores. Remember, if you jokered, to double your points. And also remember, you don't get to use your joker on your other rounds. Okay, so let's continue with the game, and let's do so by beginning round number two. Round number two, question number one. Round two, question number one, it's about a place and a person. They share a name, all right? So the place has nicknames like the treasure state, and the person has nicknames like the Golden Great. What name do they share? So the place has nicknames like the Treasure State. And the person has nicknames like the Golden Great. What name do they share? And please don't write down the. I'm not talking about what part of the nickname they share. I'm talking about their actual name. They share that. What is it? Question number two. Question number two. What specific formulation of Russian dressing is also the name for the backing band of G. Love? So there is a specific blending of Russian dressing that is also a name of G. Love's backing band. What is it? Question number three, question number three, September 11th, September 11th, 2003, an actor died when his aorta ripped itself open. He suffered from an aortic dissection. What actor was that? So September 11th, 2003, what actor died when his aorta split open? Question number four, question number four, the Smashing Pumpkins and the Dixie Chicks, they've both had a hit covering the same song. What song is that? For a point of extra credit, who originally had a hit with that song? So, for the point, tell me the name of the song that the Smashing Pumpkins and the Dixie Chicks have both very successfully covered. For a point of extra credit, who originally had a hit with that song?
question number five. Question number five. What feature film marked the directoral debut of Robert Redford? The actor, philanthropist, and babe, Robert Redford. He's also a film director. What was the name of the first feature film that he directed? Question number six. Question number six. I give you four words. You give me a word that fits with all four of them in the same exact way. So the answer is either going to attach to the beginning of all four words or it will attach to the end of all four words. Same for each, either beginning for all or end for all. And when it attaches, it makes four familiar phrases. What word is it? So the words I give you, you've got foot, dread, music, and sandwich. That's foot as in fruit by the foot. Dread, as in a dreadlock. Music, like the hills are alive with the sound of music. And sandwich, like a bread surprise. What word goes with all four of them? Foot, dread, music, and sandwich to make four familiar two-word phrases. The word attaches to the beginning of each of them or to the end of each of them to make those four familiar phrases. What word fits the bill? Question number seven. Question number seven. The SETI Institute. The SETI Institute. That's S-E-T-I. Like Sam eats Tommy's insides. SETI. That institute was founded to find something. What was it founded to find? For a point of extra credit, what do the initials SETI stand for? So for the point, tell me what the SETI Institute was founded to find. And for a point of extra credit, what do the letters S-E-T-I stand for? Question number eight. Question number eight. You know that Secret Service scandal that just happened. Uh, in fact, it happened at the sixth summit of the Americas. It was the one where the Secret Service got in trouble for prostitutes, etc. Anyway, in what country did that happen? For a point of extra credit, in what city? So for the point, tell me in which country was the sixth summit of the Americas held. That was the one in which U.S. Secret Service agents got in trouble for having prostitutes. Name the country for the point and name the city for a point of extra credit. Question number nine. Question number nine. This is a current events question, a kind of pointless and vapid current events question, but so be it. Uh, there is a 20-year-old Canadian by the name of Vanessa Hoda, and I'm probably not pronouncing that right. It's spelled H-O-J-D-A. 20-year-old Vanessa Hoda meant to send her resume to a prospective employer but instead attached a photograph of what actor? And this was a very crazy-looking photograph. What actor is it? 20-year-old Canadian Vanessa Hoda meant to send her resume, but instead accidentally emailed a crazy-looking photo of what actor to her prospective employer?
And question number 10, round number two, question number 10, the oldest national youth football program, and that's football like American rules football, the oldest national youth football program in the United States was actually founded right here in Philadelphia to stop kids from throwing rocks at windows. It was named after the coach of the Temple University football team. What is the name of that organization? And you can just give me the nickname for it, which is also the name of the Temple football coach. For a point of extra credit, give me the full name of the organization. So the oldest national youth football program in these United States was founded in Philadelphia and was named after the football coach at Temple University. Name the organization for the point. Get the name exactly right for a point of extra credit. Okay, let's go through all of these questions, these wonderfully practical questions. One last time, round number two, question number one, there is a place and a person. They have different nicknames, but they share a real name. What name do they share? The place has nicknames like the Treasure State. The person has nicknames like the Golden Great. What name do they share? Question number two, there is a very specific form of Russian dressing that's also a backing band for G-Love. What is it? Question number three. What actor died on September 11, 2003 when his aorta split open? Question number four. What song has been a hit for Smashing Pumpkins and the Dixie Chicks? It was a cover, and they both had a hit with it. For a point of extra credit, it was originally whose song? Question number five. Robert Redford, what is the name of the feature film that marked his directorial debut? Question number six, foot, dread, music, sandwich. There is one word that fits with all four of them, and it attaches in the same place for each, either at the beginning of each or at the end of each. What word fits the bill? Question number seven, the SETI Institute was founded to find something. What was it founded to find? For a point of extra credit, in that institute, what do the letters SETI stand for? Question number eight, the Secret Service scandal. At the sixth summit of the Americas, in what country was that held? For a point of extra credit, in what city? Question number nine, a 20-year-old Canadian woman named Vanessa Hojda meant to send her resume, but instead accidentally emailed an insane-looking photograph of an actor. What actor? And question number 10, the oldest national youth football program in the United States was founded in Philadelphia and was named after Temple University's head football coach. What is the name of that organization? The nickname is also the name of the coach. What is that for the point? And get the name of the organization exactly right for a point of extra credit. Okay, so you seem to have this shit down to a science. I feel very confident in letting you be for a moment. I just want to remind you that if you decide to joke around number two, all of your regular points double in value, but your bonus points will not double. And if you did not joke around number one and you do not joke around number two, then you get to use your joker on round number three. Okay, that's about it. And if you don't want to hear the answers yet, if you want some time to think through, I suggest that you press pause. And on pause, the answers to round number two. Round number two. Question number one. 
Big Sky Country is another nickname for this place. I told you the Treasure State, and the person was nicknamed the Golden Great, but also Comeback Joe. They're both Montana, Montana, the state of Montana, and Joe, Montana. Question number two, the form of Russian dressing. Specifically, it is a special formulation of Thousand Island dressing, and it's also the backing band for G-Love. They're both special sauce, special sauce. Question number three, on September 11, 2003, John Ritter, the late great John Ritter, died when his aorta dissected, and he died from the inside out. Question number four, the hit for the Dixie Chicks and Smashing Pumpkins, they both did covers of the song Landslide, and Landslide was originally a hit for whom? Well, Stevie Nicks did write that song, but it wasn't a Stevie Nicks solo song, it was Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac, for a point of extra credit. Question number five, Robert Redford, hubba hubba, his directorial debut was what film that was Ordinary People, Ordinary People. Question number six, Foot, Dread, Music, and Sandwich, they all can have the word club in front of them, club, foot, club, dread, yeah, yeah, broken lizard, club, music, the best kind of music, and club, sandwich, one of the best kinds of sandwiches, club. Question number seven, the SETI Institute was founded to find what? It was a search for extraterrestrial intelligence. But if you just put down aliens, that's fine, or alien life, that's fine. And for a point of extra credit, the name of the organization, SETI, that stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Question number eight, the Secret Service scandal at the Sixth Summit of the Americas that took place in Colombia. Colombia. And specifically, if you know the answer, say it with me because it's great to say Cartagena. Cartagena. Question number nine. The 20 year old Canadian Vanessa Hojda meant to send her resume but instead accidentally emailed an insane ass looking picture of Nicolas Cage. And here's a tip it didn't work, so don't do that. However, if you want to send me insane-looking pictures of Nicolas Cage, the email address is 3wayquizzo at gmail.com. Keep them coming. And question number 10, the oldest national youth football program in the United States was founded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and named after Temple University's head football coach. That was Pop Warner. Pop Warner was the coach. And the full name of the organization for a point of extra credit, because they are the only youth football program that stresses academic standards quite so highly. It's the Pop Warner Little Scholars program. Pop Warner Little Scholars for a point of extra credit. All right, everybody, that's it for round number two. We are getting close to the wire here. If you have not yet turned on your brain, turn it on and let's finish this shit up. Round number three coming right up. Hmm. Round number three, question number one. This is a super gonzo, bonzo bonus question. You get to load up on the bonus points. There are a grand total of three bonus points you can get on this question. All right, so here we go with the question. Gunter Glieben Glauchen Globen. That is the opening to a song. In fact, it's how two different songs begin. One of the songs was released in 1983. The other was released in 1998. If you can name either one of the bands or 
one of the two song titles, you get the point. And every other piece of information you can give is a point of extra credit. So if you can name just one of the songs or one of the bands, you get the point. If you can name one of the songs and one of the bands, that's a point of extra credit. Or both songs, that's worth a point of extra credit. Or both bands, that's worth a point of extra credit. If you can name both bands and both songs, you will get three points of extra credit. So again, Gunter, Glieben, Glauchen, Globen. That is how two different songs begin. One of the songs is from 1983. The other is from 1998. Name one of the songs or one of the bands for the point, and everything else is extra credit gravy on top. Question number two. Believe it or not, it used to be that when people cut you open and did surgery, they didn't even wash their damn hands. I know. Yeah. All this changed with the work of a doctor. He basically pioneered antiseptic surgery, and there is a very popular antiseptic product. It was introduced in 1879, and it is still on the market today, that was named after him. What is the name of that product? And this product was originally only available in yellow, but now it does come in other colors. What product is that? It was introduced in 1879. It is a popular antiseptic product that is still on the shelves, and it was named after a pioneer of antiseptic surgery. What is the name of that product? Question number three. Question number three. One end of this is at Springer Mountain in Georgia. The other end is at Mount Katahdin in Maine. What is it? So you'd find one end in the lovely state of Georgia, specifically at Springer Mountain. The other end you'd find in Maine, specifically at Mount Katahdin, and that's K-A-T, like Thomas, A-H-D, like David, I-N, Mount Katahdin. What has an end at Springer Mountain and another at Mount Katahdin? Question number four. Question number four. The films Men in Black 2, Zoolander, and the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, there's something very unusual that they share in common. All of them were edited to remove something, and most other movies have not been edited to remove this. What is it? So Men in Black 2, Zoolander, and the original Spider-Man film, the one starring Tobey Maguire, they were all edited to remove something that has not been edited out of pretty much every other movie. What is it? Question number five. Question number five. What famous suburb of Philadelphia has a name that comes from Welsh, that is the Welsh language, and in Welsh it means Big Hill? What Philadelphia suburb has a name that in Welsh means Big Hill? What suburb is that? Question number six. Question number six. A buckling. That's like what you might be doing to your belt right now. A buckling. A bloater. That's like a... Uh, 
someone or something that bloats. And a kipper, that's like skipper, but without the S at the beginning. A buckling, a bloater, and a kipper are all examples of what kind of food. They're all the same type of food. What kind of food is that? Get it basically right for the point. Get it exactly right for a point of extra credit. A buckling, a bloater, and a kipper are all examples of what kind of food. And for a point of extra credit, get it exactly specifically right. Question number seven. Question number seven. There is a song. It's a piano piece called Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells was famously used as the theme for what 1973 horror movie? Tubular Bells. That is the name of a song that was used as the theme for what 1973 horror film? For a point of extra credit, what is the name of the artist who released that song, Tubular Bells? Question number eight. Question number eight. The drugs Herceptin, Gleevec, and Tamoxifen. That's Herceptin. H-E-R. C, like Charlie, E-P-T, like the early pregnancy test, I-N, Herceptin, Gleevec, that's G-L-E-E, -E, like the TV show Glee, and then V, like Victor, E-C, and Tamoxifen, that's T, like Thomas, A-M, like Mary, O-X-I-F, like Frank, E-N, like Nancy, Herceptin, Gleevec, and tamoxifen. They're all drugs that are used to treat what? What condition? Question number nine. Question number nine is about a tragic situation that didn't quite work out. So now it is tragic comic. I'm talking about the attempted suicide of Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley's daughter, Alexa Joel. She attempted suicide but fortunately, it didn't work. Therefore, it's okay to laugh at it. Tell me what the more comedic aspect of this tragic comedic episode was. Was it A, her mom knew that something was wrong and broke down the door when she realized Alexa was listening to Billy Joel's music, which she hates. B, Alexa managed to get a noose over a rafter but then was too small to hang herself with it and too small to take it down, and it was discovered. C. She left a note that was a poem set to the tune of Uptown Girl. Or D. She tried to overdose on homeopathic pills. Three of those are total bullshit. One of them is really the slightly funny aspect to a, let's admit it, pretty sad affair. Is it A. Christy Brinkley knew that something was wrong when she heard Billy Joel music coming from Alexa's room and she broke the door down because Alexa hates Billy Joel music. B. Alexa managed to get a noose over a rafter but then was too small to hang herself or to get the noose down and was discovered. C. She left a note that was a poem set to the tune of Uptown Girl. Or D, she tried overdosing on homeopathic pills, which is the real answer. And question number 10, the U.S. Poet 
Laureate, the United States Poet Laureate, works for an institution of the U.S. government. In fact, the full title is Poet Laureate, Consultant in Poetry to Blank, where blank is the name of that government institution. Which government institution does the Poet Laureate work for? So one more time, the United States Poet Laureate, the full title is Poet Laureate, Consultant in Poetry to what institution of the government? All right, let's go through all of these questions. One last time, round number three, question number one. Gunter, Glieben, Glauchen, Globen. That is how two songs begin. One of the songs is from 1983. The other is from 1998. Name either one of the songs or one of the bands, and you get the point. And if you can name uh, the other band or the other song or anything, you know, more information, you get a point of extra credit, all the way up to three points of extra credit if you can name both songs and both bands. Question number two, what popular antiseptic product first introduced in 1979 was named after a pioneer of antiseptic surgical technique and is now available in different colors? What antiseptic product is that? Question number three, one end of this is at Springer Mountain in Georgia. The other is at Mount Katahdin in Maine. What is it? Question number four, Men in Black 2, Zoolander, and the original Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man film, they were all edited to remove something which has not been edited out of most other movies. What is it? Question number five, what Philadelphia suburb's name is Welsh for Big Hill? Question number six, a buckling, a bloater, and a kipper. They're all examples of what kind of food. For a point of extra credit, be very specific and correct. Question number seven. The piano piece Tubular Bells was used as the theme to what 1973 horror film? For a point of extra credit, who composed the song Tubular Bells? Question number eight. Herceptin, Gleevec, and Tamoxifen. They're all drugs, and they're all used to treat what condition? Question number nine. Alexa Joel, the daughter of Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley, tried to commit suicide and fortunately failed in that attempt. Therefore, it's okay to laugh about which real fact. Three of these are bullshit. One of them is real, which is the real one. A. Her mom busted down the door when she realized Alexa was listening to Billy Joel music, which Alexa hates. B. Alexa managed to throw a noose over a rafter, but was both too short to hang herself with the noose and too short to get it down. C. She left a note that was a poem set to the tune of Uptown Girl. Or D. She tried to kill herself by ODing on homeopathic pills. And question number 10. The U.S. Poet Laureate, the actual title of that cushy job, is Poet Laureate, Consultant in Poetry, to blank, where blank is the name of the government institution for which the Poet Laureate works. What institution is that? All right, so that's it for round number three. Remember, if you did not joker round number one and you didn't joker round number two, round number three automatically jokers for you. So don't worry, you can't lose it just because you forget to use it. However, don't forget to use it. That will make things easier for everybody else. All right, so if you think that you could do with a little bit more time to think about these questions, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause the answers to round number three. Round number three 
Question number one. Gunter Glieben Glauchen Globen. That is the opening to 1998's Pretty Fly for a White Guy by The Offspring. And it's also originally was the opening to 1983's Rock of Ages by Def Leppard. So if you put down Def Leppard or Rock of Ages or The Offspring or Pretty Fly for a White Guy, you get a point. If you put down two of those points of information, you got a point of extra credit. If you got three of them, you got two points of extra credit. And if you wrote down all four of them, Def Leppard and The Offspring and Rock of Ages and Pretty Fly for a White Guy, you get three points of extra credit. Question number two, the popular brand of antiseptic product that was first released in 1879 and was named after a pioneer of antiseptic surgery. That guy's name was Joseph Lister, and Listerine was named after him. He did not invent it, but I'm told he smelled like it. Listerine. Question number three, one end of this is at Springer Mountain in Georgia, and the other is at Mount Katahdin in Maine. What is it? Insert dick joke here. And the answer is the Appalachian Trail. The Appalachian Trail. Question number four. Men in Black 2, Zoolander, and Spider-Man were all edited to remove what? This is something that was, has not been edited out of most other movies. Remember, Zoolander was an inside job. It's the Twin Towers or the World Trade Center. Question number five. The Philadelphia suburb, whose name is Welsh for Big Hill. This might have been where they lived in Boy Meets World. I don't know and or care. The correct answer is Bryn Mawr. Bryn Mawr. Question number six. A buckling, a bloater, and a kipper are all examples of what kind of food. They are all specifically fish food. And I don't mean food for fish, although you could feed them to fish. But I'm just digging myself into a hole here. They're fish. They're eating fish. For a point of extra credit, they are all herring. Herring. Question number seven. Tubular Bells, that was a piano piece used as the theme song to what 1973 horror film? Well, it's not Halloween. I think 1973 is a little too early for Halloween. And it's not Friday the 13th. That theme song went cha-cha-cha-cha. No, the correct answer is The Exorcist. The Exorcist had the theme song Tubular Bells. And for a point of extra credit, Tubular Bells was written by Mike Oldfield. Mike Oldfield. Question number eight. Herceptin, Gleevec, and Tamoxifen. They're all used to treat the same thing. What is it? It's not herpes. No. They're all used to treat cancer. They're anti-cancer agents. Herceptin and Tamoxifen are for breast cancer. And Gleevec is for colon cancer or some other terrible cancer like that. Question number nine. Alexa Ray Joel tried to commit suicide, and fortunately, it didn't work. What's the funny thing about it? Is it A? Well, I won't go through all them. I'll just tell you what it's not. Um, I have no idea if she likes her father's music. I made up A. Also, I made up C, that the note was set to the tune of Uptown Girl, but get on that, somebody. And it's also not B. Uh, she is her father's daughter. I believe she's short, but what the heck? That's not true. No, it's D. She tried to OD on homeopathic pills, which is hilarious because homeopathy is bogus. Also, to OD on homeopathic pills, shouldn't you take like one-tenth of a dose? But then again, I'm no doctor of homeopathy. And finally, round number three, question number ten, the U.S. Poet Laureate, the actual title for that, as formulated in 1985, is the Poet Laureate Consultant in Poetry 
to the Library of Congress. The Library of Congress. All right. So tally up your scores, and I want to hear either jubilation or lamentation, maybe even from different teams. And perhaps the reason I don't hear jack shit is because we have a tie. It's happened before, so let's do a tiebreaker. First, let me explain how tiebreakers work in this game. You're going to get a question. It's going to have a numerical answer. Whatever team comes closer to that number will win the prize. All right? So you can go high. You can go low. It doesn't really matter all that much. It's just whoever comes closer to the correct answer will win the prize. Now, there is a very specific situation in which it does matter. If we have a secondary tie, if one team is over by a certain amount and the other team is under by that same exact amount, in that specific situation, showcase showdown rules kick in and the game will go to the lower guess, all right? So you can go high or low, but if there's a secondary tie, the point will go to the lower guess, all right? So you will have at least 30 seconds to answer the following question, and the question is as follows. Um, the spacecraft Voyager, Voyager, the one that is shooting away from the sun right now, Voyager, in how many tens of thousands of years will Voyager be a light year away from Earth? How many tens of thousands of years will it take before Voyager is one light year away from Earth. All right, so set your noggins to that. And let me now say my thanks. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you did have a good time. If you did enjoy this, if you didn't enjoy it, if you have any criticism to make it better, or if you just want to tell me to shut up, feel free to email me. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That is the numeral three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I. Z-Z-O at gmail.com. That's threewayquizzo at gmail.com. What else? Oh, thank you again, Steve, for the brilliant, brilliant intros. As you can tell, I'm getting a lot of mileage out of them. Uh, if you guys like new music, you should listen to his podcast, New Music Transmissions. Uh, there might not be new episodes, but the music is great, and the transmission is standard. And finally, I just want to say... Thank you, Bob, for the Francis Caner. Mwah. All right. So let's do the answer to this, and then we're going to call it a night. Um, the question was, the Voyager spacecraft, in how many tens of thousands of years will it be one light year away from Earth? Well, it turns out it will take 14,000 years, 14,000 years, until Voyager reaches Captain Kirk and that weird bald chick. All right, 14,000. That is the correct answer. And I don't mean 14,000,000. 000, I just mean 14,000. I think you've got it under control. So thank you for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. However you got here, get home safely. And later.